are you there? Good morning. Oh, good morning, Hank. Sorry, we've had to go back to the phone line, I'm afraid. There's a gremlins in the, something else is happening with something else. Been a long time. How are you? Well? Very well, thank you. Got a bit of flu this morning, but I was in, there, I was in South Africa over the course of the last couple of weeks, which has been fantastic. As you know, Cape Town is my favourite destination in the world, and it was absolutely beautiful. Walking on Camps Bay, looking up at the Twelve Apostles Mountains, little glass of peanutage. What an amazing place it is. For me, it's still the best. So, uh, enjoyed my time there, but uh, nice to be back with you. No, oh, it does. It certainly sounds lovely. And uh, how are the markets? It's been a while. As markets struggling a little bit for direction yesterday ahead of today's US inflation report, which could determine whether the Federal Reserve opts for another interest rate hike at the main meeting. S&P 500 was flat yesterday. NASDAQ technology shares coming under a little bit of pressure down four-tenths of one percent. Stocks in Europe rose for a second straight session, up six-tenths of one percent. Mining stocks very much leading the way. As commodities continue to advance, gold and copper rising yesterday as the dollar weakened. Back gold at $2,017 an ounce this morning, up around about 10% year-to-date. Opening calls on the European bourses, a little bit nervous, Aspie said, so it could be in a holding pattern ahead of that report. You've got Euro stocks down four points. FTSE 100 in London down one and a half points. DAX over in Frankfurt up ten points. And Chinese inflation, it remains weak. It does, while the rest of the world has been preoccupied by surging inflation pressures. Price rises in China still remain elusive. China's CPI, in fact, eased for a second straight month in March, slowing to just 0.7% year on year, compared to 1% in February, the lowest print since September 2021, driven by declining transportation and food costs. Goods inflation fell back as consumers continued to shy away from big-ticket purchases, though improving demand pushed up services inflation. On the producer side, remember this is important. China produces a lot of goods that ship to the rest of the world. In fact, we're seeing deflation there, prices falling, and that widened for a third straight month to minus 2.5% due to a high base and lower energy prices. We've lowered our inflation forecast to China for this year and next to around 2%, which is below the official target of 3%, which should give policymakers greater scope to try and support the recovery. Now, China is, I think, set for a strong recovery during the course of this year. The economy reopens, you've got pent-up demand that's being unleashed, and you've got policy that remains very supportive. Officially, China has a growth target of 5% for this year, for us, that looks conservative. In fact, we've just raised ours to 5.6% projection. And what about a U.S. inflation the reports out later? Massive. Huge for today's market. There's no doubt about that. The March inflation report due today. We expect headline CPI to have risen two-tenths, 1% month on month, coming in at 5.1% year on year. That would be substantially below the February reading of 6% year on year. Helped by lower energy prices, and an easing of food price pressures. Also starting to see base effects kick into that calculation. The core CPI, remember, this strips out volatile areas such as food and energy. The pitch yesterday is less comforting. Estimate a rise of four-tenths of 1% month-on-month, 5.6% year-on-year, driven by an uptick in core goods prices, only a partially offset by a moderation in core services. But the real important point is the fact that we're really getting evidence, I think, of that moderation of inflationary pressures in the United States. We think that's a trend that will continue. We've got US CPI, for example, printing at 3.3% at the end of this year, 
than at 2.7% in December 2024, taking the pressure off the Federal Reserve. We think we'll see one further hike from the U.S. Central Bank at the May meeting, terminal rate for Fed funds being 5 to 5.25%. Then we'd expect rates to remain on hold in the United States through the rest of this year. And the foreign exchanges, please, Hank. And against the dollar coming in at 124 this morning, euro dollar coming in at 109. One euro, 13 and a half cents for your British pound this morning. I have to say I got treated by a Barclays here yesterday. They took me to the tennis. Oh, lovely. It well, was, that is very pleasant, isn't it? It was a very nice day. I had a, a lovely day there. I hadn't been for a few years and uh, I've forgotten how, how lovely it is there. And, uh, yeah, they put on a wonderful lunch and great company. So a big thank you to uh, Gerald and, uh, and Joanne. But you weren't there. They're doing an amazing job, don't they? I, I must have missed my invitation, that's all I can say. But I'm glad you had a nice time. Listen, I know it's a wonderful time for clients to come together, watch some amazing tennis, catch up with their bankers and talk about markets and lots happening in the world. So it's a, it's a nice mixture of uh, pleasure and business and some, some, some lovely client interaction. So it's a, it's a beautiful tournament. It's a lovely setting and uh, I'm glad that they... Uh, they looked after you, even if I uh, must have missed my invitation. <laughs> Maybe next time. You're still... Are the children still on holiday? Yeah, these children, they're never at school. <laughs> when they still on holiday? <laughs> you're too busy, school, so you can't come to... <laughs> can't come to Henry's, the tennis. <laughs> Henry's off to tennis camp today, so maybe he's getting ready for the, uh, the Monte Carlo Open, and... Uh, Amelia's off to practice uh, some play about Matilda or something. So I've got them out of the house. That's the good news. Well, that's a bit of a result. OK, well, have a great day, Henk, and hopefully we'll be back on the normal line uh, tomorrow morning at the same time. Speak tomorrow. Henk Potts from Barclays.